Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The following program contains names, places, and events that have been anonymized or fictionalized for the purposes of protection and safety. The following program is provided for entertainment purposes only, and any commentary from the hosts are strictly conjecture and should not be held as making any definitive statements about the truth or identity of any particular individuals or circumstances. If you or a loved one are involved in an abusive relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 for support. Monday morning. Good Monday morning to you. Hey, y'all. We are excited to be here and to have an amazing guest, an amazing story. Mackenzie's feeling sick right now. So if anyone out there out there is also sick, because my mom was sick, my brother was sick, everybody's sick right now. Dude, it's going around. Oh, everybody take care of yourself. Drink your water. Don't make out with strangers. Yeah, my husband is like loading me down with like Dayquil, Nyquil, Dayquil, Nyquil. Like he is... <laughs> I've never gotten so much sleep in my life with all this night. Well, he gives me nighttime. Well, he's like, Babe, you need to eat. he's feeding me ramen noodles. Like, this is the best time to eat. Are you ramen. really sick, or do you just want him to give you ramen noodles and let you sleep? Dude, the man will do anything <laughs> I want any time of day. This is just like extra. Like, I love him <laughs> so much. He takes such good care of me. We love him, and he is the exact opposite of the man in the story. And he's today. a J name. Can you believe it? Total Jamie. I'm excited to get into this week's episode because this is something that a lot of people, I don't, I can't find a lot of other episodes where people have touched on this. And this is very new for like, especially for the true crime space. So I think you guys are going to love this. And a little funsy surprise for you. There's, there's actually going to be two parts. It's like, but two different stories. It's like truly this person had two dogfish schemes kind of going on. And that's all we will say. But this is the first, the first half is its own story. And then it's like another one, but the same, same couple. It sucks. So listen, listen, we just need you to just like bear with us because this story, like I always say, the story's a doozy. If you hear it from us, it's probably going to be a doozy. So there you go. Let's get into it. Strap in. I'm excited. Hi. Tell us your story, Joey. We're dying to hear it. Yeah. So, uh, 2019, I was very single. I had had several serious relationships and commitments where I thought I found love. I thought I found the one. And I had been involved with men who, surprise, surprise, had narcissistic tendencies. And so when it was done, I went out with my friends and they mentioned, hey, it's been a while since you dated, you know, the previous guy, like you seem happy and good. Like, why don't you open up the opportunity for someone new? And that's when they kind of like, were like, hey, get on the apps. I'm swiping on the apps. You know, I have several. And at this point, I'm on the Tinder, which is you know, the scandalous one, but like I had had someone who got married from Tinder. I had high hopes. And it happened. Tinder relationships. 
You know what I mean? So I'm swiping and I come across this guy who looks like very business oriented, like he's been around, done some things. I had not at this point experienced. And I was like, let's swipe right. So I swipe right, he swipes right, and we start vibing. And I, at the time, like really didn't like my job. And he was kind of pitching to me to like be his sugar baby. And I... (laughs) You know, but here's the thing. Like, I thought maybe because he had told me he had some businesses, I can maneuver this to where my clothes don't come off, you know? So, <laughs> sure. I mean, we had an episode recently right. with some sugar baby. Like, we learned all about it. And I mean, for most of the episode, I was kind of like, get your bag. Like, yes, I'm, all, I'm <laughs> right. here for get this. Get your bag. I'm here for this. So, <laughs> I just was like, hey, like, I don't really feel like, you know, getting in the sack doing all that. But, like, maybe, you know, I went to school for PR and you say you have all these businesses. I could just, like, do PR for you and we could, like, meet in the middle somehow. And maybe if we vibe, we vibe and we'll end up there, you know, totally. but, like, we'll be in a relationship. So, he said, okay, whatever. And, like, we start hanging. And he starts taking me out, wine and dining me. The beginning of our relationship was a lot of love bombing and I ate it all up. I was here for it because I hadn't had that kind of attention in a long time where they literally want to see you at all times. And so he would want to see me daily. He would take me out. He'd be like, order whatever you want, however much you want. And I'm just like, for real? Okay. All right. So, you know, just kind of showering me. In that way and asking me, you know, what do you want? Where do you want to go? We'll go where you want to go. And yeah, get that dessert, get whatever, you know, telling me about all of his travels and going to different places I've never been and meeting big corporate people and starting like startup businesses that were really there. The foundation of them was supposed to be to help other people. And I'm so big on wanting to help other people. That's kind of what got me is that he was like, I started this business where I wanted kids to get opportunity and I wanted to help them grow their own online startups. And so for me, I was like, oh my God, you're showering me with things. You're filling my stomach. You're like telling me I'm beautiful and you help kids and you help people like you're amazing. And I really hadn't been exposed to a lot, even in my twenties. So to meet someone like him, who had all of this access, he told me, to these like great people and great things. And he had a house at the beach and a house in the mountains. And I could be a part of it was so different and almost like thrilling because he was like, I want you to be a part of it. But yeah, so we started hanging out and he starts to tell me how he is into Bitcoin and it's booming at that time. And he knows all of the ins and the outs of it. And he's helped so many people he cares for get like rich. And I'm like, can you explain like for our listeners who might not have ever heard of Bitcoin? Can you give us a little, what is Bitcoin? So Bitcoin is an online currency. And to be honest with you, I don't really know exactly how to explain it. And that's how he like, you know, was able to teach me his way. Right. So all I know is it's an online currency And it's volatile and you have to really know what you're doing to like make it big with it and make money. And so that was where he was coming from was that I know what I'm doing and I know how to make a lot from this in a short span of time. And I could help you with that if you want. And I was kind of like, okay, we're going to quit our job. So, but yeah. Did you know, but did you know a lot about cryptocurrency? 
I did not. And he, he kind of knew I was like this blank slate that he could mold. Mm -hmm. And he really liked that. So he's teaching you crypto. He's teaching you Bitcoin. Teaching me Bitcoin. He has like, I go into his apartment and he has like all of these whiteboards with all of these like long equations that I could never even just think to formulate. And you know, there's this thing where some people are attracted to brains, not bronze. And he was the brains. He was not the bronze. And he was really brainsy. And I was like, wow, you know, you're different and you're smart. And you said that. Did you like that? I did. I liked it a lot. It was the first time, you know, my brother, he said to me, he was like, you know, you usually like him a little more attractive. I'm like, but he's unique. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's unique. So, and he he said he was autistic and I've always liked people different than me. Like, I'm just a people person, you know, so I love to learn and be around new things and new kinds of people. And so- You're open-minded. With that, you know, yeah. And I'm like, you know, if I turn to the right and squint my eye, he's cute. He's smart, <laughs> you know. So we're going to just go with this. It's different. I, I love I mean, I think that perspective is good. It's obviously hard when things don't go well, which I assume maybe they didn't yeah. because you're here. <laughs> no. Well, you know, you go for the really hot one. You're like, you're hot. You're not that smart. But like, I can guide you, you know, like, I'll, I'll be your mother. You know, but you look maybe, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you look good. And like, I'll, shh, 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 shh. I'll make the decisions. Don't talk. No, no. <laughs> just stay there and let me look and then you go for the one that's like oh like you talk a lot and you have all these great things and half of them I don't understand and you're not that like attractive but like this is the opposite so maybe this will go well you know like well and they sometimes they become more attractive like oh, even yeah. if you don't find them right away attractive sometimes they become more attractive when you get to know them that's so true. Like my mom's like, it'll grow. He'll start to look really good. Yeah. Don't worry. That, mo- that money makes him oh look my God. good. My, mom, you know, my like- mom's bad. She's always like, he looks a lot taller when he's standing on a pile of his money. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so see? Bad, mom. <laughs> so but that's so true. Like they're like, we want you taken care of. Yeah. That's so true. That's so funny. I asked everybody for their favorite book recommendations that they, their favorite books they read this year. And I got so many recs for fantasy smutty books. If you don't know what smut is, they're like books with sexy stories in them, you know, a little erotica, a little spiciness. And I am into it. And I know so many of you are too, because they're so good. There is a way to get lost in a steamy fantasy world with hundreds of sexy stories that is a lot quicker than reading a whole book. But if you like those books, you should check out Dipsy. Dipsy is an app designed to turn you on no matter what your fantasy is. It has hundreds of short, sexy audio stories, and it's designed by women for women. I love that it has options for like anything you're looking for, any gender pairing, any sexual orientation, and of course, any fantasy. It has like fantasy series, y'all, like vampires, Greek gods, fairy smut. They really do bring so many great scenarios to life and it feels so immersive and realistic and sexy. Honestly, we're all about expression and self-expression, self-confidence, wellness here at The Dating Detectives. Sexual wellness is part of that. They also have amazing sleep stories, wellness sessions. You can listen to them by yourself or with a partner. They have some really awesome like self-touch guides, like things like that. I know that 
you might be like, Hannah, but really it's important and I love them. So you should check it out. They release new content every week. So you're never going to be bored. And it should just be your go-to place to spice up some me time and explore yourself, explore your fantasies, relax, unwind, or like I said, heat things up with a partner. So for listeners of our show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash TDD. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash TDD. Dipsystories.com slash TDD. Have fun. So we go out to dinner one night and he is like, I have something to tell you. And I'm like, what is it now? Like, you know, everything was always like shocking, surprise. Right. (laughs) Right. And he was like, I'm a billionaire. And I'm like, you're a billionaire. And he's like, yeah, I I have officially hit $1 billion in cryptocurrency. And I'm just like, I've never been around a billionaire. That's pretty cool. Wow. So you're paying for dinner, right, fella? (laughs) Right. Well, he he paid for all of it, like, in the beginning, and it was great, and it was all the time, and I was like, I could get used to this, you know? Just to be clear, I don't have to buy anything ever again for myself. (laughs) Literally, like, this is it, all cook and clean, okay. (laughs) But, yeah, it was crazy, and he even had a maid, so I didn't have to do that. I just, you know... I don't it was know. a good game. Like, what? what? Cool, 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 cool. Right. But okay, also right. a billionaire, <laughs> yeah. a crypto billionaire. A crypto billionaire. And I was like, this is literally wild. Why is this person spending time on me? Like, I'm not a billionaire, millionaire, yeah. billionaire. Well, then like, you what? Like, okay, what do you want from me? Like, I, I'm not on your level. Right. And so like for him, like his thing that he started to do is like, you're, you're always like there for me. So I was like from the beginning in 2019 until this past October, I was always there for him. And so that's kind of my baseline as a person is I'm very just committed and honest. And, and that's, I guess, a good quality. It is. (laughs) Most people are good, you know, but still single but it's fine but yeah so as we continue to hang out we would go out with these really big businessmen and so not only was I like all like oh my gosh you're so cool you're so successful now like I'm around other cool successful people and I noticed that they didn't have the best moral compass they were definitely stepping out on their families their wives because they would talk about them and I was the only female there at the table, but like, then I would see them engage in behaviors that I'm like, hmm, if I was your wife, I wouldn't want to be your wife. Ooh, you are the company you keep. Okay. So I was kind of confused. The company he kept wasn't what he portrayed himself to be in intimate settings with me behind closed doors. Like he portrayed himself to like, be respectful, be monogamous, be, you know, everything a woman wants to hear. And then we'd go out in these settings with other people beyond us and they were the opposite of everything. So I started to notice little things like that. And I was like, hmm, okay, aren't you the company you keep though? And he's like, no, Joanna, I'm autistic. Things like that don't matter to me. I don't, I can differentiate certain things and they don't rub off on me like a neurotypical person are things he would tell me. So uh, he was my first person I'd been involved with romantically that was on the spectrum. So I just took everything, you know, to be true. So I would say, okay. And I did notice that with the businessman men, 
you know, they're big in our community and people do know them. And these are people who definitely wouldn't want you to see the things I was seeing. And it was very much implied, like I keep my mouth shut. So it started to become confusing to me in that way of like, who is this person though? Like, I really like him, but this is not what I signed up for in this part. So we would be at the bar and he would be working the room. I mean, the magic would just come on. And I, I envy that about him. Like he could literally talk to anybody and he can engage in conversation and he can meet them where they're at. And I was like, wow, this dude really knows what he's doing. Like he's a great business person. Cause again, I really didn't have experience with business people. So this is like, you know, I'm like, this is how it is. So when he would like get into money topics, because it always led there, he would go into like, well, you know, I'm autistic. We don't lie. We're very much forward. And what you see is what you get. I don't have the ability to deceive you because I just can't. My brain doesn't operate in that way. So everything he would say, I always thought was honest. I never thought to double check anything. So I decide to introduce him to my godmom at the time who was an active daily part of my life. She's an amazing person. And I was like, hey, he can trade for us and make us some money. So this is the point where we decide we're going to give him some money. We're each going to give him what totaled up between me, her, my parents, my brother, $20,000. Okay. So not nothing. Right. Not nothing. And it's it's something to all of us, right? Like I was just like, I'm just going to give him a huge chunk of my savings because why not? I trust this man at this point. We've been hanging out and he seems trustworthy in this area. I've watched him in his like boardroom with all the like things on the board and the computer screens trading. It seems valid. So here's all our money. So how long had you been dating at this point? You know, like a month. That's no, I, that's fast. <laughs> it's fast. <laughs> I mean, it's fast. But it moves fast. fast. Things like that can move fast, especially if he's wrapping you up in his world like that. Have you not seen Love Island? They fall in love the same day. Like, it's oh, wild. Oh, so true. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I was on that Love Island, girl. We were <laughs> loving it. So. Oh, it sounded like a nice island, honestly. <laughs> I thought it was a nice island and and it continued to be a nice island till it wasn't. So, but at this point we're on the island loving it and we all like give him our chunks of money and he starts trading and he updates us and sends us screenshots and shows us like look it's growing and like all I saw I saw a lot I didn't get but like the line was going up so I was like it's Great. growing. So, Great. We trust it. We love it. And he said it needs to stay in there because if you just take it out, then it could just all like go down in a way. And I was like, okay. I what? don't. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, right. I don't know. Like I should have looked it up, but I did not. I just said, okay. So that's going on. So at the same time, he has this roommate. She is beautiful, fit, way younger than me. I think at the time she was like 22. Hold on. And I was like 29. This billionaire has a, ro- has billionaire. a roommate? Has a roommate. Hmm. You know, when my brother met his wife, my brother was, he was home from the military for a spell and he lived with my mom and he told his then girlfriend, he's like, this is my roommate. Because <laughs> he didn't want to say he lived with his mom. He didn't want to say he lived with his mom. <laughs> See, you do what you got to do, but like it worked out. I mean, listen, I'm just saying, so I wonder like who she really was. <laughs> it was his mother. So 
Yeah, for the longest time, it was his best friend roommate. And I'm thinking like, you're 37, she's 22. What do you have in like, and okay. So she was a volleyball player. Okay, well, who were, you know, maybe that's (laughs) it. But you ding, 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 you might be good at this. But you know, so he tells me like till his face is blue she's nothing to worry about but like my thing is and again at this point I've been coming daily and I've been noticing like okay there's all of these like lululemon really nice like really tiny like hung up clothes in the closet I'm like okay all right so I decide one day to like continue like helping myself to look around because he said it was fine. So, you know, there are all these sex toys all in the closet, just everywhere thrown around. The most I've seen, are we shopping at a sex store? I don't know, but there's so oh many. Oh my God. Wow. Oh no. It's a, like a red room of pain or something. It was a lot. Oh. I was, I realize I'm vanilla because this is like, <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, I've never been exposed to this. Yeah. Let's see how far I, right. I'm like brave enough but to like go. You find it you know? in a closet is like you being like, oh, interesting. Not you knowing that he's, he's not like presented this side of himself to you yet. No, okay. he's like, y'all, he's like tall, skinny glasses, like literally. No, like I was like, whoa, plot twist. Surprise. This is getting interesting. Are you somebody that wishes you sat down at the table for dinner more often? Are you somebody that wants to save time, save money, but still wants to eat very yummy food and healthy food? You should try HelloFresh. We're obsessed. I'm here with Molly, our behind-the-scenes producer who you don't get to hear from a lot. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) But Molly eats, too, even though she doesn't (laughs) talk. What? (laughs) (laughs) And we got HelloFresh and we're obsessed. So we're really excited that we get to talk to them on our podcast. I just had their, I made like a a steak fajita meal and it had everything you need, all really fun spices and ingredients that if I bought them at the store, I would waste them because I let avocados go bad because that's just the type of person I am. And this just gave me exactly what I needed and I made really good food and it was really cute. I am totally in the same boat as you, just like so busy, but want to eat good food. And this was perfect. I made like a chicken Caesar thing the other day and it was so good. Oh, I got that too. So good, right? With the potatoes. Yes. So good and so healthy and fast and easy. And yeah, no wasted food. Just a great way to eat really good food that is good for you, but doesn't take a million years to make or like a million years to come up with a grocery list and go to the grocery store and do all the other things involved in feeding yourself as an adult. It can be rough, but HelloFresh makes it so much easier. It's America's number one meal kit, y'all. It's so good. And they have so many options. You're not like stuck to a limited amount of items. They have 45 dinner options to choose from weekly and even more market add-on items that suit any lifestyle. So vegans, we got you. Vegetarians, sit down at our table. So true. Such a good point. So many options. And it's farm fresh ingredients, just pre-portioned right to your doorstep. So you have less hassle, less wasted food. And if you use our code, you get free breakfast. So you guys should all do it. You should go to hellofresh.com slash T D D free and use code T D D free 
for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash TDD free with code TDD free. You got that? TDD free? I think you do. So I just, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, you guys, do you, it's, you got a lot of toys. A lot of toys. <laughs> You're like, hey, um, so uh, this thing, one, how does it work? Two, <laughs> where's it, where's Where does it, it go? Happening? I love that. Okay. So he's just kind of like, does that make you uncomfortable? And I'm like, I've never been exposed to all that. So I don't know. So anyway, next thing you know, next time I came, they were gone. So I don't know. But so he took all the sex toys away. He took all the, I guess he would hear me say comments and like, it would be gone. The next day it'd come, it'd be gone. He's trying to impress you. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And you know, hindsight, I'm like, girl, what? Okay. But like at the time I'm like, okay, he's really adamant. This is his roommate. We've gone over the autism, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. Like it is totally okay. You know, if that is how you are, but he kind of weaponized it and used it in a way of like, Autistic people don't lie. We are nothing but oh, honest. Wait, that's really he interesting. He used it to manipulate you. And also mm-hmm. probably to gain your sympathy if he, mm-hmm. that's. Oh, it was a, mm-hmm. Cause I would notice like in social settings and like, you know, when we were private settings together, like how different he was and like reading cues, knowing how to do things. And I just like felt for him because I was like, wow, like maybe I can help him here with all this. Yeah. But, he used it to like make me think he was a lamb when he was not a lamb. He was a wolf. Also him like m- moving the stuff that made you uncomfortable. I could see interpreting that as, oh, he knows this makes me uncomfortable. So he's trying to make me more comfortable here rather than like, yeah, I'm trying to hide is- this girl's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally it. I was like, wow, like okay, this is him showing me, not telling me like, here, I hear you. And like, I want you to be comfortable here. So I was like, green flag? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun to be in love and colorblind to the flags, isn't it? Right. So <laughs> yeah. what happened next? So next, I decided to drop it about his roommate, the the volleyball player. I decided to drop it and I was like, you know what? Okay, you know, it's fine. She's an international like volleyball star who's like really hot and young and like, like way more in shape than me. We're going to let it go. We're just going to let it go. And she lives here sometimes. I don't know. Okay. So like she was never there. So it kind of was easier for me to accept. And I was kind of like, okay, whatever. He's like, see, she's overseas. And I, he showed me and it was a valid, like, like online link to like her games. So I was like, okay, that's supporting this. So we'll let it go. Time goes on and we're hanging out again. It's just like every single day and I don't hear from him all of a sudden. And it's around my birthday. I'm a July baby. Me too. When's your birthday? Oh, well, I'm July 4th. We're cancers. Are you cancer? Yes. I'm so emotional. I'm July 7th. Oh, gosh, you guys are so... Okay. Gotta have a party. Yeah. (laughs) Cancers. We love it. I just want to cry. Yes. I have so many cancer friends. You guys just are like so cute and you cry and I cry with you. So anyways, we had seen each other every single day. Literally, I would be there. I would spend the night. I had a key. Like I had a key. I knew the code. I was in. Like we were a thing. And several months in a row, 
what felt like a year. It was only probably three or four months, but we were talking daily, nightly. If I wasn't there, we were somehow like engaged in one another. And all of a sudden it's my birthday. I have like this whole party. It's at my friend's pool. I'm in the bikini. I'm like trying to film myself. Okay, where are you? Not answering, not answering, not answering. Goes, ghost, ghost me for about, it was over a week. It was a good minute. And I just was like, okay, after blowing on my phone all day, every day, like no boundaries with that, which at the time I thought meant he liked me. A week. Gone. Oh my God. I would be so stressed. I was stressed about it for sure. He just completely stopped. All communication stopped after, you know, several months in a row what felt like a year, it was only probably three or four months, but we were talking daily, nightly. If I wasn't there, we were somehow like engaged in one another and it just came to a complete halt. And I was kind of like, oh no, you know, then your head goes into all these scenarios and these things and you start like ruminating and worrying and going like, am I being ghosted? Like, but you're almost like the pit in your stomach is so big because you've been so involved at this point. It's not just like going on a few dates and then you're done. It's like months and months. So like, why is this happening? Why aren't you answering? Are you okay? Are you dead in a ditch? Are you ghosting me? Did something happen to you? And it was during that time that one of the big businessmen gave me a phone call and was like, Hey, have you heard from him? Because he owes me money and I can't get a hold of him to get my money. And on that call, he was like, listen, he does not love you. He is using you. He is stealing all of our money. Like we have to get a hold of him. I'm sorry. What? And when I get that call, I really don't know what to believe. I am just so confused. And since Kyle was ghosting me, all I could really think was like, how did this happen? And that's when things started to turn. And it was not only just me like being emotionally invested in this person who I thought was brilliant and different and actually genuinely cared for me. It was like, wait, are we all getting scammed? I got a phone call from the businessman about him potentially like using all of us for our money and there never being any love for me or for like anybody. Okay. I was upset. I was sick to my stomach. I was literally on the couch with the ice cream, watching the movie, like bawling my eyes out. You know, it's not something you want to admit to, but I was very much in my feelings because how could someone take advantage of you so much that you literally were like, genuinely invested in them and trusted them on such an intimate level to literally use you like I was devastated. I was emotionally a wreck. I was blowing up his phone. I was. I was like, are you good? This is what I'm hearing. Like, can you can you explain this to me? Like, we can figure this out. Like, is this actually true? You know, I didn't want to believe it was real because like, I wouldn't do that to him. Why would he do that to me? So then he gives me a call and I am like, oh my God, oh my God, you know, like scrambling for my phone. It's like when you go for it and then you can't really turn it and click it because you're like, oh my God, you're so like, yes, this is it. This is the moment. And he's crying and he's upset and he's devastated. I'm like, oh my God. God, he was hurt. Like I thought he was hurt, but he's here now. So we can, he's going to be okay. And it wasn't anything that I thought it was very much like he was the victim and everyone else was at fault. He was almost angry while being sad. It was weird. And I was like, Whoa, slow down. Like what's going on? And he was like, you know, the bot that I created that was like invincible, you know, it wasn't supposed to have any flaws. Well, it, it, it broke. Like it, it, it doesn't work. All the money's gone. What does that mean? So he, what? <laughs> so he made a bot. He made a bot to 
manually trade cryptocurrency for him. Because it is so volatile, it goes up and down so much, you have to constantly 24-7 be by your computer and like be involved with the program. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So this bot did it for him. This is how he became a billionaire. So the bot crashes. He loses all the money. He loses everyone's money. (gasps) My money. This guy's money. I don't know how much he owed people, but he owed businesses. He owed people. He owed businessmen. People who are just average like me. (gasps) My godmother. And so he's blaming. And these are people that have put like thousands in. Like they've. So this is what's that guy's name? What's the guy's name with the thing and the and the, the, the the scheme with the. Bernie Madoff? Yeah, I think he made off with everybody's money. This guy did too. And I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, what? Like, what do you mean all the money's gone? I wasn't so concerned about that at that time. I was more concerned about him because he seemed unhinged. But I didn't know the level of money that he actually owed people was astronomical. I had no idea how far he got himself in a hole. So I literally like do what I did used to. I give him the benefit of the doubt. My knee jerk was just to be the doting girlfriend there for him initially. Like I wasn't actually upset with him at this point. I wasn't, I mean, I was upset. Like, why'd you ghost me? Where'd you go? But I wasn't like angry or like against him in any way. I very much wanted to like be there for him. So I just immediately was like, can I come over? Can I be there for you? What do you need me to do? Like, let's get it into gear and figure this out. Just build another box. Yeah, can I plug something back in? Can we just restart it, blow on it a little Wait, bit? so where did the money go? So where did the money go and what happened? And did he go to jail? What's, what's next? What happened? Mackenzie? Hey, listen. So it gets better. Apparently every year, Americans throw away 25% more trash from Thanksgiving to New Year's, I definitely am guilty. The amount of trash I feel like that I just had to go through after shopping so much presents. And then I also spent the New Year's cleaning my entire apartment, like deep cleaning. It needed it so bad. And I went through too much, too much stuff. But I feel like this year I get to kind of turn that around because I've switched to Blue Land. So Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials. It's better for you, and it's still really good products that gets you a really powerful clean. Did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away every year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are like 90% water, which is really heavy to ship and leads to excessive carbon emissions. And those products are often filled with just a lot of bad ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. And it's just not like all of the things in normal products doesn't check off the positive boxes on any step. We also eat and drink roughly a credit card's worth of plastic a week. You're eating plastic because the products that we're using every day are contaminating our water supply. Ew. So Blue Land like really helps with that big time. They wanted to do something about it. The idea is very simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter and they're reusable. So you drop in the tablets they send you, you wait for them to dissolve, you mix them with water and you'll never have to grab super bulky cleaning supplies and throw out a ton of plastic or eat plastic again. And the refills start at just $2.25. You can even set up a subscription or buy it in bulk for additional savings. And from cleaning supplies 
to hand soap, toilet bowl cleaner, laundry tablets, all the Blue Land products are made with clean ingredients you can feel really good about. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine. I'm really, really happy with it. And I already feel better about everything I'm using. I don't have to worry that it's toxic or going to destroy our planet. I love the laundry detergent that so far has worked so well and been, honestly, I feel like better than the stuff I used to buy. And like I said, cleaning like my shower, I that I don't even want to talk about that. That was a crime scene in there. And now it's not thanks to Blue Land. So Blue Land is awesome. And Blue Land has a special offer for listeners right now. You get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash TDD. You won't want to miss this. Blueland.com slash TDD for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash TDD to get 15% off. So I'm like, let's figure this out. Let's do this together. You know, I will like do whatever you need. I'm coming over right now. No, 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 no. Don't come over. Don't come over. I'm just like, I'm beyond. I'm beside myself. And again, he's like doing this thing where he's autistic. Apparently he says to me, it's much bigger for them because emotionally they don't know how to sift through it and figure it out. So they have like breakdown tantrums. Okay. So this is, and you're talking about someone with autism. Someone with autism. Okay. I take it seriously. You know, my son's on the spectrum. So I respect it. And so I'm just like, okay, you know, like do what you need to do. I'll check back in and I don't hear from him. (laughs) So, so I'm checking back in and I'm not getting an answer. And so then the businessmen call me and they are pissed. They are like big pissed, want their money, want to confront him right now, drop what you're doing, literally. And then my godmom calls me. She's she's the same level of pissed. Everyone's pissed. And I'm kind of like, whoa, 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 wait, wait. But it's really not his fault. Like he really did. Like he wanted to make everyone money and he didn't know this was going to happen. And he would never do this to you. Are you kidding me? I was very much still like on his side, trying to like give him the benefit of the doubt. But everyone at this point had like dropped their feelings for him as a friend, as a business partner anything and everything. And they're like, nope, this is done. I want my money. I'm coming after my money. And so I, I was trying to be a mediator at this point because everyone was pissed. And you know, now, like I know rightfully so, but at the time I was like, no, like he's him. Like he would never, he's literally incapable of this mentally. He's not even wired to be capable of like doing this to you. No, 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 no. So we all met, we got together at this restaurant that I'll never go back to because it's just like, it's bad juju. And like, people were yelling, people were not happy. So I tried my best to negotiate. I was still trying to defend him and protect him. And they were like, now we're going to his place. Like you either come or you don't come. And we're going to go now. So I was like thrown into having to go straight to his place. And on the way, like my heart is accelerating. It is going... 90 miles an hour. And I'm just like, oh my God. And I still at that point was just concerned with protecting him. I wasn't even thinking like he had just screwed all of us over hardcore. So we're on the way. I am racing thoughts everywhere, trying to figure out how am I going to even navigate this with these people? Cause there there's three of them and they're all mad. Um, and I want him to be like, okay. And then before I get there, somehow he knows we're coming and he calls me and I just, from there, it wasn't the same. He was so different. He was cold. He was 
against me. He was saying, you know, if you come here, this is what's going to happen, starting to insinuate legal situations. And I, I was just devastated. Wait, what do you mean? Like, I'm on your side here. Like, do you remember who I am? Like, hi, it's Joey. Like, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I'm not against you. Why are you doing this right now? And he didn't want to hear it. He was very much victimizing himself and making me almost feel guilty when I would bring up the money. But I was at that point only bringing up the money because I was like, hey, you need to know what's going on. Like people are big pissed. Like they're coming after you. And I wasn't bringing it up in a way where I'm like, hey, where's my money? At this point, I hadn't even thought about I wasn't ever going to get the money back. And I was just very concerned for him. And he just kept being like, you don't understand, you never will. You've never been through anything like this. You've never been through any big life events. And he starts throwing in my face things that I've confided in him about and weaponizing them and knowing like, I kind of come from a sheltered background. Like, how could you ever be capable of being here for me when you haven't even experienced half the things I have in life? And just going down my throat with, you're less than me and I want you to know it. I think to regain power in that moment, because when you look at it, he very much was lesser than I was. He had just committed this really big mistake and intentionally stolen people's money. I didn't know it at that point, but he did. So the only way to navigate it is to be the bigger, badder wolf to shut me up. Pardon, What did you do? Yeah. I Did you cuss him uh, out and tell him to take his sex toys and shove it? (laughs) Well, you know, I should have, but at the time I cried like a cancer. I should have stood my ground and been like, you know what? All right. But I still was clinging on because I thought I could get the other person back that I had been with. So I was, I was in pieces. I was completely in pieces. I was in disbelief. I was sick to my stomach. I was confused and I wasn't ready to let go like I should have been. So. We're going to take a moment. Take a moment. (laughs) Take two. Okay. So at this point, we all leave. Nothing comes of it. And I have no relationship with my godmom anymore. It's done. Oh, no. Um, Because she lost. This completely. Because she was like, this is, if you're going to be around him, I don't want nothing to do with you, basically. Right. It was, it was that it was at this point, you know, like it had been months of us being involved. She was also involved in her own way. She would go to dinners with us. Like we all were involved with this person. And I don't know, man, things get funny when there's money and, and trust is broken. And yeah, I, she's not in my life anymore. And it's something that I have definitely grieved. It's, 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 you know, I'm healed now, but like at the time it was, yeah, it was a lot. So losing relationships from this, not really gaining anything from him and not knowing what's going to happen next. So after that, it's wild because like, he was very much like, I don't need you. I don't want you. You cannot, you don't have what the toolbox to help me through this. Like you're not good enough type of vibes. He like one night reaches out to me and he's kind of towing the line of like, come over. And you know me, like, well, I guess you're getting at me, but I was like, yeah, of course. Like, oh my gosh, like he wants me to come over. Maybe he like realizes and we'll talk through it and like, we'll figure, I'm still not in the mindset of where's money? What'd you do? I'm still in the romantic part of it. 
So our texts go from like, hey, come over, like, I want to talk to you, I want to see you, to him saying I'm not okay, starting to say things like you don't really want to hear someone say, kind of insinuating he wanted to not be existing anymore. And so I'm now in a spot where I'm like, okay, like, at what level do I take this serious? I know he's been kind of volatile and unstable emotionally. So you know what, I'm just gonna go with it. Like, I would rather go do something and be embarrassed than not do anything at all. No, of course. I decide to rush over. I call 911. Like the whole squad comes. It's like 2.30 in the morning. And oh, that's traumatic. Yeah. So I just, we go up to his apartment. It's like in a building where you have to like have a code or a key. And I, of course, had a key. Hello. So we go inside and I'm going up to his his door And I hear music and I hear like chatting and I hear like what seems to be a good time in these people. I I have a whole force behind me, okay? It's like 10 deep of people following me in uniforms. And I'm like, oh my God. Dire situation. And he was literally just having a kiki. Yes. So he opens the the door. It's like a little, it's like a party. So the woman firefighter was the first behind me. And she kind of was like, you know, step aside, like in a nice way. And she's like, boom, 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 like has this really like big knock and authoritative. I'm like, okay, all right. So here we go. So he opens the door and he's like, beer in hand, smile on face, drops a smile. Like, no shit, here we are. So she was like, hey man, you know, is everything okay? She goes over like what they do, the protocol. And he is just aggressive. He's being mean to me. He's clearly belligerent. It just was a messy scene, but like he was very much having fun. He was not there doing all the things he literally told me via text message he was about to do to himself. So I was mortified. He was so mean to me. And the woman, the woman lady, um, (laughs) fire. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The woman lady firefighter was like, sir. Watch your tone with her. She just cares about your well-being. And I was just like in so much shock. I just shut down. I couldn't even like, you know, when he would say something, I couldn't even go. And I had all the text. I could have just pulled it up and showed everyone. But I didn't want to humiliate him like that. I would have. And so <laughs> and he has people over, like friends over? He had his friend over, Chris. And Chris was on the floor, just like rolling around dilly dally on the floor with his beverage, like doing something on the floor with like papers. I don't know if they were coloring, filling in lines, making cats, dogs. I don't know. Wait, they were playing they with were some vision what? boards. Huh? Vision boards, you know. <laughs> but he was like, this is fine. This is fine. And he's just playing all willy nilly on the floor. He didn't care about the whole squad outside the door that you could see Who? with like, you know, the wa- why? What? I'm just so another confused. day in the life of Kyle. I'm just telling you, he, he knew Kyle at this point for probably 10 years. So maybe it didn't surprise him. I don't know. But it surprised me. And I remember walking down with this whole like fire squad. I don't know what you call them. Defeated, embarrassed, apologizing for wasting their time. I even there were even cops there. All the lights were going off. People were coming out. It was a whole oh, thing. My God. And she said, I don't know who he is to you, but that shouldn't be someone to you. No. And I will never forget what that woman said to me and she's like have a good night and be safe and I was like 
Wow. Because clearly this person was just, he was trying to like manipulate me to get something for me to make him feel a certain way, but he wasn't actually in danger. That's so I'm crazy. so confused. Okay. So he tells you that, so he's basically making an excuse and he's talking all this shit and then he didn't realize you were going to come through and like try to save his life. He didn't think I was going to- serious. That seriously. I mean, he weaponized mental health. So then what happened? Seriously. Mental health. It's awful. Oh, that's all he's done. He's weaponized mental health. He's weaponized being autistic, which these are real things for people who do experience these things. Mm. And he's taken a lot of money, like my whole savings. So oh, we're here my now. God. So we part ways. Like at this point, like I, I didn't have it in me to be like, I never want to speak to you again. I just like cliff note, you know, I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. And he can't. And we part ways. And after that, Kyle kind of just disappears. Like, no money paid back. He just kind of ghosts everyone. Oh, my God. So the aftermath was a lot of pissed off people, a lot of unanswered questions. I definitely felt like I had been through it emotionally, mentally, spiritually, because not only was I invested financially, but I was invested romantically. I now had to face telling my family, like, hey... You know, the sum of money you chucked over isn't coming back to you and face the disappointment, not only in like how they would feel, but like they, they trusted me. Like I was the pawn between him and them and I let them down in a big way. So I felt terrible after him and I stopped talking and the dust settled and I realized, wait, this might've been a situation where we were all conned. You just feel violated on a level that I can't even explain. It's like someone coming in your home that you didn't invite in. It's just weird. And so my parents are very forgiving people. Yes, they were disappointed. Yes, they were upset. They weren't so much with me though. And I was relieved at that, but they were upset at the situation because you don't do things like that. But my dad did say to me, he said, sometimes you have losses. And when we signed up for this, you know, there potentially was going to be a loss. So I was shocked at his rationale with it. I was like, that is not how other people are being. Obviously, he was like, I don't want to speak to him again. But at that point, he was like, let's just move forward and let's learn our lesson. And I was grateful for that. And time goes on, 2020 happens. You know, we all in 2020 are like, what's going on here? You know, pandemic, COVID, what? And I start to at least try to move on from Kyle and the whole situation. So I get back on the dating apps and I meet someone else. And, you know, I sure do know how to pick them because this guy was once again, just not the best person. Excuse me, you think I would learn like, you know, what narcissism is, but you know, I just wanted to dive back in. So I dive back in and he had some nice thighs. And <laughs> you were like, the last one wasn't very pretty. So now we'll find a pretty one. <laughs> got a real pretty one and I got pretty pregnant. So oh, um, boy. My son is the best thing that's ever happened to Yay. me. But with that being said, you know, it becomes his father. So So the father is this new guy. New guy, very hot, very like, just like riding a rodeo. I mean, it was quick. It was fast. It was fun. And, you know, I also, again, thought I was going to be with this person and get married and have the picket fence and do all the things like, you know, I was raised to do. I'm not though. So now I'm having to co-parent with a narcissist who my dad gives a very large sum of money to. He gives him $30,000 to save his business. 
And I'm saying this because it, it, it all comes, comes full, full circle. circle. Okay, so just give me a little timeline. Her, how much do you need to go into this story? Not, not much. much. Not, okay, so not you start much. dating around 2020. 2020, I get pregnant, 2021. It's all real quick. Boom, boom, bam. And needless to say, you broke so up. my... Yeah. When did you break up? We broke up. September 2021. So my son was three months old and I had to move out. It was, he, he had a very profitable company. I thought I, I was like, oh, we're here now. I'm now going to be like, you know, the one at home cooking and cleaning and still having a good life. But that's a okay. whole other story. But anyways. So that ended badly. Yeah, but I'm stuck with him the rest of my life because we have a son. So, um, so that's, a, that's another episode. Yeah, well, you can come it's back. It's a whole thing, girl. You can come back. It's a whole thing. Okay, so we're going to do another episode, Baby Daddy. Baby Daddy, girl, let me tell you. I can tell you what to do, what not to do, all the things. I mean, if you if your lies had lies, how do you even do that? That's what we, that's, I have to sift the lies. This is a full-time job. Okay. Yeah, it's Mackenzie's full-time job. <laughs> I had to hire a PI to follow my son's father. And that's how I found out he had been taking my son to the woman he's been with for oh, two years. Wow. My son's two and a half. You do the math. You do the oh, math. Oh, babe. Anyways. I'm so sorry. Okay. It's okay. Wow. So we'll go back to why we're yes, here. The blessing of so, your son also. Right. So. The blessing. He is everything to me. Yes. Biggest, hardest, best lesson mm. ever. So at this point, I'm living in a small apartment with my son. I, you know, full-time single mom thrown into that. I was wearing this brand new hat I had never expected to wear. I love kids. I love anything, you know, cute and cuddly and animals, but never wanted any. Always liked loving them and giving them back. You wanted to be the aunt, fun aunt. <laughs> aunt to everyone. I, I never ever wanted to be. Wow. So so this was a surprise. I'm grateful I am now. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm in this headspace of just shock. Like I have this little like teeny tiny still in my arms baby. I'm in a small apartment by myself and my postpartum is real. Mm -hmm. Women who deal with this, it is real. I'm so grateful I had a support system. So Kyle starts to talk to me again. I'm in this place of just being completely just undone emotionally. Kind of my son's own. father isn't living up yeah. on my own, not living up to be who I thought he was going to be. And I'm just pretty vulnerable. And so he comes back and he tells me, I'm so sorry. And he throws me all the apologies and showers me with them, oh. gives us some money, gives us some money. Oh. And I'm like, okay, you're, you're now, you're, you're apologizing. And you're giving money. And like when the, in 2019, he wasn't very much of an apologizer. So it was everything was kind of on me. It's your fault. So this time, this tone, I'm like, whoa, this is nice. So Kyle comes back because they always they do. do. And I'm like, hello. And he's like, I just like outpouring apologies. I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Here's some money. He pays us back a little bit of money. So now you're talking. Okay. You're showing. I can trust you by your actions. What happened with the bot? Is the bot better? RIP. I mean, the bot never came back. Okay. So what's he doing with his business now? So now he is in the CIA. Oh, Oh, for the love of the freaking lamb. (laughs)
can we not? Can we freaking not? There's a lot here and it's only part one. Like, like, first of all, if you're anything like me, like I, you've heard of cryptocurrency, but like, what, what even is cryptocurrency? Like, it's crazy. I mentioned to her when we were talking, but it's true. My first experience with crypto personally, which was not a lot. Nobody has to worry. I didn't lose a ton of money, but it sucks that a lot of people did. Nobody made off with your money. Got him. Yeah. I only got crypto because I really did feel pressured by all the men talking about crypto around me and they made me feel dumb for not being part of it, which I obviously it's a learning process of growing up and recognizing that you shouldn't let other people make you feel dumb. And, you know, yeah, I guess there's a lot of people have success with NFTs and crypto. But to me, it is a very easy, it's a slippery slope on stuff that seems very theoretical. I'm sure I there agree. are listeners who know more than we do and are going to weigh in. Yeah. If you if you guys know anything about crypto or you have a situation where you dealt with crypto, especially a situation similar to this, like we need to know about it because now I want to know who else has gotten scammed by someone over cryptocurrency or any kind of financial scams. Like that's dog fishing too, you know? Any kind of financial protection advice too. It would be fun to hear if there are ways, like if anyone has accessible research platforms or something that they know about to make crypto or any kind of finance investment information more accessible to people. Like I need crypto crypto for dummies, finance for dummies, so that we don't have to feel like we need to just give our money to people who say they know more than us and then get made off. It's also, I'm sure people have experienced uh, many of our stories, like any kind of money tangled up with someone you're dating is just so hard. It will, it's just too much, like, especially in the beginning, like it's a lot in the beginning when someone says, hey, do you, in the beginning of our relationship, like that's a red flag if we're talking finances in the very, very, very beginning. Do you know what I mean? But he, he made, he sounded very convincing. Oh, Also, everything she said about the way he took advantage of people, not just her, like it sounded like he did this in business too, like manipulating people by saying he had autism and therefore couldn't lie. Oh, that was bullshit. Like, how do you take advantage of like disability like that and just start using it? No, that's, that's bullshit. It's a really sad thing that anyone with a, I mean, we've had people on before, like I, that story where somebody had history with addicts and therefore somebody was really able to target their like natural empathy towards right. an addict. So anytime he wanted to manipulate her, he would just be like, well, this is because I'm struggling with my addiction. And she was like, oh, well, okay, then I'm here for you. And it was, seems like the same thing where this person was just a good person who was like, I want to be there for him. And I trust him because of what he's saying about his yeah, that's that's autism. a manipulation that I can't get behind. Like I can't obviously any manipulation is not great, but just to use a something that someone can't control and like use that to manipulate them. I don't like it. No, that's really She really believed bad. him too. Like she was like, bless him. Like, you know, he's experiencing this, you know, autism thing. And I like, you know, she really believed him. Ah, oh, that makes me so mad. It's hard to be a good person. <laughs> Well, I can't wait until you guys hear part two. So until then, make sure that you tell us your thoughts on this episode. Send us an email if you have your own story that you want to share with us on the podcast. What's the email address, Hannah? Investigate at the datingdetectivespodcast.com. 
our email address changed. We had to put the S on it. And so we finally got the email. So that's why I'm like, I'm like, does it have an S? But also make sure you follow us on Instagram and on the TikTok. And by the way, did you see that I got banned for 30 days on TikTok yes. for messaging? Because you guys, so- She didn't get, wait, what, so Claire, you just got banned from messaging people, right? Like you're still allowed to post TikTok from direct messages, right? So what they said was that there is, there is sexual activity and activity and services going on in your direct messages. And I'm like, what is that? And so what I determined, like what I think that it is, <laughs> is that because I said, if you guys want to hear the top number one episode from 2023 of my PI stories, go listen to the Dating Detectives podcast and you'll hear it. And the name of the episode is Baby Daddy. If you want a link to the episode, message me or comment ba- the ba- or Baby Daddy or whatever. Just, I thought it'd be funny. And so, so I get like 10 messages. Daddy, 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 baby, daddy. daddy. And so I really think that, I really think that TikTok was like they thought there was a kink thing going on well because remember the sugar daddy sugar baby so i think they i think tiktok thinks that i'm using my tiktok to get a sugar daddy like i am my sugar daddy fella like i don't know who like what (laughs) that is so first of all annoying and bad of tiktok because that's like your business you need to be be able to message but also yeah like i'm selling makeup out here i need to be able to message you I can't believe that is considered sexual activity. So everyone, comment baby father if you want the link now. <laughs> baby father. So funny. It was so funny. Anyways, so that's what happened. So if I'm not messaging you back on TikTok, that's why. So I'm sorry. We're sorry. You can always message the dating detectives. Maybe we'll get a bunch of TikTok followers now that you I know, right? <laughs> um, the, it's a freedom underscore Barbie on TikTok, but also the Dating Detective. Wait, is it Dating Detectives? The Pod- Dating Detectives podcast. Is it the or is it just Dating? De- I think it's Dating Detectives. <gasps> You're right. Podcast. It's just Dating Detectives podcast. <laughs> oh no, I said it wrong. Y'all see, listen, this is the real deal up in here. Dating Detectives podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Make sure you follow us, share us with a friend. We really appreciate it. And as always, trust your femme to wishes. Feel better, Mackenzie, and feel better, anybody who's sick. We love you.